This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. You're listening to Metalheads on the Manawatu People's Radio. Zan and Vikey. You're listening to Metalheads. What was that second-hand rave we just heard? Well, we will get to something that that led to later on in the show, so that's a little bit of a spoiler alert. Right. Now, the main deal about this show 
is that mm-hmm. we've just recently had the first attempt at launching NASA's brand new moon rocket Artemis One. Yes, at the start of the week, mm-hmm. they didn't quite succeed. Yeah. There were too many fuel leaks, and they had problems with an engine bleed, which is where they run a little bit of hydrogen through the engines to cool them down before they actually run all of the fuel through. Because, ironically, even though a rocket engine gets to massive hot temperatures, the fuel going into it is cryogenically cold. Yeah. So anyone who's on the Facebook will have noticed that the show picture tonight is a picture of the Artemis 1 on the launch pad. And also, we've got a bit of a countdown running here on the computer, haven't we? Yes, we do. And it looks like our L countdown, which is the launch countdown, which runs continuously till launch, is 34 hours, 10 minutes, and... Well, it's just gone 34 hours, 9 minutes, and 59 seconds. So I thought we might have a little bit of a space theme going on with the show tonight. So right now, we're going to turn to a little bit of vinyl. Vinyl? Yeah, I've brought along my Def Leppard Hysteria album that Paddy Womble from the Toy Circus kindly gifted me. Ah, it's pretty cool. I used to like this album when I was younger. I used to have it on cassette, but now I've got it on vinyl. And guess what we're hearing from it? What? A track called Rocket.
All right, there we go. Def Leopard with Rocket and some nice, snary pre-choruses, eh, Baffy? Okay, moving right along now. I think it's time for energy drinks. Yep. What do we got? Um, coconut water. Uh, it's a bit of a oddball one, this, isn't it? Organic yep. energy drink by Dark Dog. <laughs> High in antioxidant vitamin C with coconut water. It's not so it's not of coconut water, it's with coconut water. Okay. Flavoured with other natural flavours. Okay. Mm, well that's not interesting. And definitely not a moment too soon. The fire chooched a little bit last night when I finally decided to light it and yeah, you know, I'm still feeling it. Ah What do you reckon? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, eh? No. But it is an energy drink, though. Don't let all this organic herbal goodness fool you. No. It's quite a potent one. What were the pre-choruses? Well, if you've got a song, sometimes you can't just go from... So what was the pre What were the lyrics to those pre-choruses? I don't know. Lyric sheet's here. We could have a look. Do we really want to get that involved with this? No, yeah. there's no lyric sheet, actually. It's just oh. a thanks list. Oh, well. Sometimes vinyl isn't everything, is it? <laughs> no. Not. It's that bit where he's talking about going from the center of the dark on a collision course crash into my heart. That line, those lines, oh. that's like a pre-chorus. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. You've got a track for us now, oh, haven't you? Oh, yes. Now, I actually just discovered that this track's actually one night you do know. It's a knife party track. And I think you know this one, too. You, um, you've heard Destroy Them With Lasers? Oh, yes. Destroy Them With Lasers. Yeah, well, I've got that track. There's a laser. Yep. So I'm going to play this one about now. And now, funny enough, it reminds me of um, Invader Zim. So this is going out to the... Um, Red tallest, if I remember correctly.
That's a great track, that one. You can't go wrong with Destroy Them With Lasers. Yes, and it sounds like something out of Invaderism too. They should put a laser on the Artemis 1. For what, Alien Invaders? Yeah. Maybe they do have lasers on there, but they won't be weapon lasers. You no, know, They'll be not. like scientific lasers of or, course. or you something. Of course. You never know. You yeah. might need one. You never know. You never know. Dark side of the moon, yes, but we do still hear that track occasionally on Radio Foxton because that was one of the first tracks I loaded to the playout computer seven years ago. <laughs> wow. 
and that was when we didn't have many tracks on the station and people would go, oh, there's too much of that techno on there. That's because yeah. you'd hear Knife Party at least a couple of times every yeah, hour. so many memories listening yeah. to Knife Party on, on the car trips too. Yeah, that's oh, right, memories. yeah. Well, Wish remember we discovered Knife Party because there was a guy in the Upper Hut Warehouse, I think it was. Yeah, it was the Upper Hut Warehouse who was playing it he was the guy looking after the music section and he was playing it. And I went up to him and said, what's that you're playing, man? And he said, oh, that's Knife Party. Mm, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember that. Well, you were pretty young then. Yeah. And so I came home and I looked up Knife Party after that. Yeah, that's Knife Party. Yep, it's Knife Party for you. Well, it's time to play some real metal now. All right. It's about time, isn't it? After all, this is supposed to be a metal show. Yes. And it doesn't get much more real metal than Creator. Mm-hmm. Particularly when this is a live version of one of their most awesomest tracks, Betrayer. Yeah. But with Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth as the guest vocalist. Oh. Along with Millie Petroza. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it don't get much more metal than no. this.
Wow, wasn't that awesome, eh? Yeah. I was just thinking that the other day, a few days before the end of August, I finally got the final version of Beltane's cover of Bathory's One Road to Asa Bay finished. Yeah. I chose the master version I wanted to send, Antichrist magazine. Whiskey kind of helped there. And I sent it off. Yeah. What's that got to do with this? Mm, Why is it to do? Well, if he emails me and says, for the next round, we're going to do a tribute to Creator. Yeah. I'll probably just email him and go, oh, can we do Betrayer? Alex, can we do Betrayer? Yeah. And you go, yep, I've locked that one in. Mm. Well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. It's a damn hard song to play. Then we would be burdened with actually trying to pull that off. Yeah. I guess we were asking for it when we did that Slayer song. Remember? The Slayer one? Yeah, the Slayer song. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Angel of Death. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, well, that was quite hard to play, but me and Baffy did figure it out. Yeah, that of course, with a little bit of a, they of course have a little bit of help in the vocal department, as they say. Yeah, and you did some good vocals on there. Yeah, but we wouldn't have had vocals on there if we hadn't been able to play it, though. Of course not. I mean, like that song there, Betrayer. Yeah, it's not too hard to sing. No, but playing the guitars is quite tricky. Whereas the Bathory track, although it was an epic nine and a half minute song, it wasn't that difficult to play. But that would be a challenge. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on now from that because it is now, what's the time on the launch? Um, it's about 33.46.28. So we say L minus 33 hours, 46 minutes. Okay. 22 seconds and counting. So L minus 33, 46, 17. Yep. And counting. Yep. Okay. That and rocket ship's going to go up this time. I hope it does anyway. Or it might just be like a V2 and... Um, and blow up on the launch pad. Yeah, yeah well, it could. You know, that's why people go and watch these things, you know? Because <laughs> well, sometimes... Well, not always. It's always a party oh, to, see, to see it take off. Come oh, on. oh, yeah, but, you know, if there was a spectacular wreck, you would have still certainly seen something. You would have got a joyful out of it. Yeah, it just shows how much rockets... Yeah. They should really get around to inventing anti-grav drives and all that. Well, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they should. Yeah, well, they had them on Lex. Not Lex, Daryl, but other things. Well, they blow Lex. up the planets and eat the chunks. Like Strogs, for instance. Yeah. Well, anyway, play a track. Okay, now I've got some Vault here with, and I am, um, with the Devil and Mr. Jones. We all, we all know who that could be similar to, don't we? Do we?
sits in the dark, looking into the glass with his hand in the jar. It's a sticky white mess. He applies it and he wonders, how'd I ever get here? Piercing his reflection as he pulls off an ear. Exit by the backstage door. His fans are collected for a glimpse at the star. He emerges and they wonder, Oh, how can it be? This angel is the monster we have all come to see. Mr. Jones, you'll be loved by the millions and great at your task, but no one will see who is under the mask. Cover your face, Mr. Jones, my dear. It's hot as hell under the bow, and like me, you will be in a crowd yet all alone.
And that's that. What was it? The Devil and Mr. Jones. And who knows, mask he might be wearing, might be an owl mask, and I certainly hope he had a happy ending after the incidents that happened. So Mr. Jones wasn't the devil? No. What did he do then? Sell his soul to the devil? Perhaps, probably. Ah, yes, well, there we go. The old Faustian story, eh? And all alone, as they are. As they are. We're going to go back to the space theme now. Good idea, eh? Yeah. And we're going to do it with a band called The Covenant. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. Oh, oh I think, yeah. I know. I think I know this one. Boodles wouldn't like this. Okay. All right. Let me take an educated guess. It's Spaceman, correct? Yeah. It's the Spaceman by the Babylon Zoo covered by The Covenant. Thought so.
Okay, there we go. Babylon Zoo was Spaceman. Yep. Yeah, I dig that track, eh? It's pretty cool. Yep, never gets old. Although I do like the groove in the original version in certain places better, but I just love the vocal tone and stuff that the Covenant bring to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of very space delicious, isn't it? Yes. Yep, can't go wrong with that, that's for sure. Do you want to give us one of them station ID thingamajigs? Yep. You're listening to Metalheads on the Manawa 2 People's Radio. Excellent. We're live at Houston Control. Yep. What are we up to now on the launch? L minus um, 33 hours and 32 minutes and 26 seconds and counting. Excellent as well. Okay. Well, I guess it's time for yet another one of your tracks. Yep, this is something to do with this is something to do with Era, one of the one of the badsies. This is Psychostasia by Stormheart. Era's other theme. Women, actually.
that was Psychostasia. That was a rather ravey little one, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I've got something now that's actually for you. For me? It's for you. Oh. It's a version of Metallica's Master of Puppets. Oh. I was yeah. thinking about that, actually. Were you? Yeah. Were you thinking of Master of Puppets or Pastor of Muppets? <laughs> Master of Puppets, of course. Master of Puppets. Yeah, it's not the Donald Trump one or the Obama one or no. the... No, it's not that one with old sleepy Joe Biden. This one looks interesting. It is. This is a classy one. It's very classy. That's how I like it. It might almost be too classy for this show. Mm. Shall we find out? Yep.
There we go. What'd you think of that, eh? Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. That Very was good. Robin Adele Anderson. That's her name. Robin Adele Anderson. Yep, doing a jazz conversion. I wouldn't even say a cover. I mean, that was a total translation, wasn't it? Yeah. From Metallica to jazz. And yeah. what a song to choose. The oh, perfect yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. That was very, very, very good. I like that. I mean, they rearranged most of the song for a jazz sound, except for that middle section where they pretty much covered it exactly and just translated yeah. it onto their instrumentation. Yeah. The solo was very good. Look it was. That violinist was great, eh? Yeah. 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 That would fit the Hasmus did it very well, I think. It would. Yeah. So. You were loving that, weren't you? Yep. And I yeah. hope we're going to get another track queued up because I was not arranging another track. While yeah, I was wondering about that, actually. <laughs> I was totally wondering about that. Yep. Yeah. You certainly outdid yourself this time. Hey, <laughs> I outdid myself, did I? Yep. If, that, if that's a compliment, isn't it? It is. I suppose it is a compliment. Yep. Well, in that case, we are finally going to have Coma Hole. Coma Hole. Yep, this is a two-piece band from America. It's like a female bassist and vocalist and a drummer. Yeah. It's kind of sludgy, kind of sludge rock, stoner doom kind of stuff. I have bought this track along to, I think, this is at least the third show now. Ah. Where I haven't had a chance to play it. It is quite a long song, and that's probably why. Yeah. But since you've caught me off the hoof here, I think it's... Now time that we do. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. So here's Coma Hole with The Familiar.
All right, there we go. Coma hole with the familiar. Pretty atmospheric and pretty long. It was. It was an epic track, as a lot of those stoner doom rock kind of tracks are. Yeah. Because you've got to be immersed in it. Imagine going along to a concert of it, and it'll be really loud. Yeah, it will be really loud. And you just have that sound washing over you. Yeah. It's a bit like Sun-O, but with a lot more groove. Yeah. And a bit more catchy, really. Yes. But I finally managed to play it. Yay. (laughs) Right, so I have got a track now. And this is dedicated to Bubbly, but still... Oh, good. I was thinking about Bubs during that track for some reason. Oh, well, I've got a track dedicated to him. So this is the 88, and maybe dedicated to a bit Amon as well. Well, I've got a track for you, Amon, don't worry. This is the 88 with Biggering. First I didn't realize I needed all this stuff I had a little cottage And that cottage was enough A place where I could sit and knit A place where I could sell my things But now I've had a little time to Assess my needs And I need a bigger office I need a bigger chair A bigger desk A bigger staff A bigger hat to wear this once and I'm not gonna repeat it greed see it's like a little pet all right and the more and more and more that you go and feed it the more hungry it'll get but you know you really can't blame greed no that's stupid you see it's got a worm inside oh yeah that's right that's one that always needs to feed it is never satisfied. You get it? But the more you try to find it, the more it likes to hide. Now listen, that is a nasty little word. I like to call it pride. See, now that's why you're biggering. Listen here, idiot. And figure it on biggering. Triggering more triggering. Got that? All right. Hey, 
company's an animal that's trying to survive. It's struggling and fighting just to keep itself alive. go biggering by the 88 four yeah. bubs and about amon yeah that was pretty epic wasn't it? it got quite intense there didn't it yes well we've got something very epic coming up now and i've got to get this one out while we are still in the astronomical season of winter yep and what's that we are starting to feel spring knocking on the door but it is still uh-huh. definitely winter still yes and i'm talking about freezing moon Freezing Moon. <laughs> well, of course, we've got a few more versions of this to get out, and tonight it's going to be the one with my vocals on it. All right. I thought we would save the one that's just your vocals for the next show when Zeb will probably be here with us, hopefully be here with us. Hopefully. hopefully. As a special treat. Yes. But tonight it is the mix of my vocals that were recorded on the Samhain at the recording tree in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. After that hellish walk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, a trick we kind of missed was it was the 29th anniversary of Euronymous's death on the 10th of August. Oh, Nothing was said about that then. No, how sad. Now, we better be on the ball for next year because it will be the 30th anniversary. Yeah. Now, on the night of the 10th anniversary, when I was living in Nelson, I went up to the cemetery and I sat there by a certain grave and wrote some lyrics as a tribute song to Euronymous that became a Beltane track called Requiem in E. Ah, But then a couple of weeks later, as it happens, on the 23rd of August, 2003, and of course the 23rd of August is Radio Foxton's anniversary, but this was 19 years ago, I recorded a vocal cover of Life Eternal Ah. using that same bootleg mayhem disc that we used for our vocal covers of Freezing Moon. Yeah. So tonight, as a kind of a tribute to winter going away, and of course a tribute to the Artemis One, because this is after all freezing moon. 
<laughs> and the rocket's going to the moon. Yeah. We have freezing moon. Yeah. Well, it's not the northern hemisphere's winter. Of co- oh, yeah. And yeah. once you get out of the Earth's atmosphere into space, there are no seasons. No, but it's still cold. Oh, it's cold all the time, isn't it? Yeah. And life eternal, because I thought, wouldn't it be cool to put these two vocal covers that are separated by a span of pretty much 19 years Yeah. back to back? And Life Eternal will function as a bit of a tribute to Euronymous. Yeah. So, here we go.
this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. What are they going to say, man, when he's gone, huh? Because he dies when it dies, man. When it dies, he dies. What are they going to say about him? What are they going to say? He was a kind man. He was a wise man. He had plans. He had wisdom. Bullshit, man. Am I going to be the one that's going to set them straight? Look at me wrong. You.
there we go double shot of mayhem vocal covers freezing moon and life eternal vocals sound different yeah they do don't they yeah well i think for one thing apart from the fact that there's 19 years of separation between them and aging of the voice and all that yeah in the life eternal vocal cover i was trying a lot harder to emulate Attila's vocal style. Ah. Whereas 
in the freezing moon, I was just kind of doing it more my kind of gruff, growly, thrash metal, yeah. death metal vocal style there. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much trying to emulate him. Trying to get the phrasing similar, but not so much. Yeah. Yes. And I think that Freezing Moon was a harder track to actually phrase than Life Eternal. Yeah. It had a lot more of a flow going on there with Life Eternal, I felt. I remember it not being very difficult to record that at the time. Yeah. Mm. And it was a tribute to Euronymous, and I kind of expressed that by putting those Apocalypse Now samples in there. Yeah. And I changed one line of the lyric there at the end. What was that? Well, the original says, no one will ever miss you. And I changed it to, we will always miss you. Ah, that's what I changed was. Yeah, just a little subtle change there because it was the whole thing and also how I explored it in a very similar way in the Beltane original Requiem and E is what would it be like if... Euronymous wasn't killed that night. What would have happened with black metal? I don't know. Well, it was definitely a powder keg no matter what. It was going to explode in some way. Yeah. And if it hadn't happened with that incident, it was going to happen with something else. Yeah. But what would it be like if that explosive event that propelled the genre or the movement it was back then onto the world stage was not something that involved Euronymous being taken out, and he was still around. Mm. Be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But then people argue, well, imagine if Cliff Burden wasn't killed in the Metallica bus crash, for instance, you know? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. You know, or imagine, oh, what's his name, didn't drown his own spew. Oh, Bon Scott, you mean? Yeah. From ACDC. Yeah. yeah. Although... Would that have made as much of a difference to the world of music? I mean, ACDC just kind of carried on pretty well. I know. Replacing Bon Scott with Brian Johnson, who is very similar to Bon Scott. Not really a Bon Scott clone, but he, he sort of fulfilled that role. Yeah. Like 100%, didn't he? Yeah, but he would able to do all the other things that he could do, though. But Mayhem haven't continued on no and being the same mayhem without Euronymous no that's obvious if you remember last time when we heard that freezing moon that we played last year oh yeah yeah I think it was last year was it this year I can't remember no it might have been this year actually oh which one was that it was the one where it was like like oh what's his name um Snorri um oh that was a cover though like the actual mayhem was sitting on the couch there while um, some black metal superstars like, oh, what's his face, um, Samoff from Emperor and, yeah, Snorri on guitar, yeah, making a balls of Euronymous's guitar parts. Yeah, and now? Yeah, Gal on vocals, yeah, yeah squatting down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a f- I, and they thought it was good, probably. I don't know. Well, I would almost say that our vocal cover there of Freezing Moon was better than that. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Instead I mean, of having a shit going, Yeah. Take a shit Yeah, I mean, we didn't play the music. It was Mayhem no. playing the music, so we can't really speak to that. But I'd rather have a CD of Mayhem playing than Snorri ballsing up Euronymous's <laughs> guitar solo, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Mind you, if I covered a Mayhem song fully on guitar and it came to the solo, I wouldn't play the exact solo. I never do. But it would be something that would kind of pay better homage to it, I think, than yeah. what Snorri did, which was just to do this real weak attempt at trying to copy it and failing abysmally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right now we are going to change the tone completely because I have a track for my lovely Baffy. Oh, do you? And this one does relate back to the intro of the show. Ah. Sci Sci. Ah. And this track called Acid Rain. So, let's go. This is Acid
There we go. That was Sai Sai with Acid Rain. That's actually surprisingly very good. And I should point out that Sai Sai is actually a New Zealand producer. But let's play your track if we're going to, because Uh, we're going to pop our cherry on the 11 o'clock close down. Okay. Well, I've got for us some big shot. Of course you do. And this, of course, is a new one. This is a minus criminal's version of Big Shot. And this is going out to Amon. Amon gets two tracks. Lucky Amon. Well, three if you yeah. count the one that you dedicated. And Sirens. I don't know whether Amon will let that or hate that. And please don't do... Is that a fact? That actually annoyed me. So don't do that again. <laughs> please. Don't. Is that a fact? Consult <laughs> me before you do that. I'm not you know who. Anyway... Oh, and Blair. And there we have it. Yep, it's over now. Yep. It's over, and so is this show. Yes. We've definitely shot our wad tonight, shot our rocket up into space, as it were. Yep. What's our launch timer at now? Let's see. L minus 31 hours and 16 minutes and 55 seconds and counting. Oh, it's getting down, isn't it, people? It's getting down all exciting. Now, the thing is, is that... I don't think there's a lot of people that know about this compared to the world knowing about the Apollo missions. 
Do I think it's that not about? Well, nearly everyone in the world just about that had access to a TV watched Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and co landing on not the moon. Not Amstrad. No. Yes. And people that didn't have TVs heard about it and read about it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I've been sort of pushing this stuff a little bit out on Facebook and it's like crickets. Yep. I mean, the thing is, is that rocket launches now aren't that rare. I mean, no. they're sending rockets up about the size of the ones they use for the Gemini program, about the size of those Titan missiles, up into space all the time. You know, SpaceX are doing it, yeah. NASA's doing it, for commercial purposes to launch satellites and things like that. Yeah. So rockets are going up all the time. But there hasn't been a rocket this size for 50 years. Yeah. Since the Saturn V. So this is something a bit different. It's not your run-of-the-mill rocket, is it? Yeah. I mean, you know, they've seen up heaps of rockets before the Apollo program. I mean, Von Braun and launching his V2s. Yes. His tests of his V2s after the war when the Americans got them and tested them and adapted them and used them in America for experiments on rocketry and stuff. And, and of course, all the nuclear missiles that they developed. Yeah. Like the Titan, which was originally a nuclear missile launch system, and the Minuteman and Polaris and all these different ones, yes. you know. So there's been rockets, lots of rockets, but there haven't been many rockets like Apollo and there haven't been rockets like Artemis for a long time. Yeah. So this is something big, something big. So... That's why I'm trying to give it a little bit of coverage here. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for tonight's show. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going out again with Def Leppard. Def Leppard, huh? Yeah, well, we pretty much opened the show with Def Leppard and Rocket, and we're going out with a track off their earlier album, On Through the Night. And this is a great album, actually. It's full of atmosphere. Yeah. But we're going out with a track called Satellite. Hmm. <laughs> And I think they're specifically talking about Earth's natural satellite. The moon. Yeah, the moon. I thought you were going to say the Black Knight. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, yeah, the Black Knight. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Well, the there. Black Knight might be a satellite, and it might have a mystery to it, but it's hardly natural. Yeah. I'll... It's probably alien in origin, but let's not start off with Precisely, that again. Precisely, see, that's my point. Yeah, but I think... Definitely, but are singing about the moon because there's this picture on the cover of this album. I have it on cassette here of the moon and a big truck with a massive guitar as its load on the back. See, right on through the night. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, with that said, see you all later. See you later. Bye bye. Goodbye. 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 Tell all your friends about Zan's world. And now what? What are you waiting for? A round of applause? Well done. Bye. This is the way to the rocket launch in the night.